Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to Football Brawl UK brought to you by The Brawl Network with myself, Freddie Hall, and I'm, well, returning with me again is Adam Martin. Colm is unfortunately not too well, so get better soon, Colm. Hopefully uh, he'll be returning with us next week. Um, But we are here, the Football Brawl UK podcast. We're repping all things NFL for The Brawl Network here in the UK you can follow us on social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram with Football Brawl UK, um, uh, the, the name of our, of our social media, I suppose. And then you can DM us on there if you like as well. You can also email us on footballukbrawl at gmail.com. You can find our podcast on iTunes Podcast where you can leave a rating and a review, and on Spotify as well, and on the Spreaker app. But if you don't have them platforms, you can go to our website, uh, www.thebrawlnetwork.com, the Brawl Network website, that is. It has our podcast on there, other NFL-centric podcasts, other sports podcasts, and NFL-specific team podcasts as well as some brilliant articles written by tons of very, very talented writers, including Adam, who's joining me here today. But a word on our sponsor, and that is manscaped.co.uk. Yeah, you see Manscaped around, but you can also get it in the UK as well. So why don't you go online? You can use discount code BRAWL, and that'll get you 20% off and free shipping as well. So why don't you go get yourself a lawnmower 3.0, gets your crown jewels into nice tip-top condition for your other half, or just for yourself. You never know. You could treat your friend... Uh, you can treat your partner, whoever you like. That, I mean, there's the perfect package at the minute that gives you the lawnmower 3.0, a crop preserver, a crop reviver, a magic mat, a travel bag, and boxes as well. I mean, what more can you need? What more can you need on Christmas is creeping up very much. So coming very soon to December, very soon. So go on to manscaped.co.uk, use the discount code BRAWL, and you'll get discounted off there, 20% and free shipping as well. What a weekend of NFL. What a weekend of NFL we had. We're going to start talking about our personal teams. Me, obviously, a Pittsburgh Steeler fan. Adam, an unfortunate Green Bay Packer fan after this weekend. we also got to talk about some of the bits in the news. And then we're going to talk about if the playoffs happened today, what the playoff picture would be and what would be our Super Bowl. And we're going to go through all of that as well. And that's coming up very soon. Adam, an unfortunate weekend for the Green Bay Packers, my friend. What happened? It was, it was, it was going so well, um, and it all just, all just went wrong. Um, unfortunately, it, it's not a massive surprise to me, anyway. Um, when I, when we went through the schedule at the beginning of the season, this was one of the games that I put down that they would uh, potentially lose. Um, it felt to me very similar to uh, to the San Francisco games last year where they were away from home and they they just they that o-line as good as it's been it just if it gets bullied then that's it and it, it's just a really big problem for them um and unfortunately 
for whatever reason, it, it just didn't really click very well with Rogers uh, on that day. Um, he he seemed to struggle with it. I think the first uh, the first interception, which ended up being the pick six, was a, a quite a surprising throw from him because you know they they showed it on the television. It was um, so obvious that that was exactly where he was going to go. So that was a really strange one. Um, the second one, I feel it was just a bit like he tried to get it into a tight in tight coverage and uh, it just happened to bounce off of Adams's hand and jump up and, and was taken. Um, but after that, it, it just kind of felt like he was more interested in having a bit of a fight with uh, with Sue uh, and, the, <laughs> and the defensive line. And uh, and yeah, it just. I don't know. Like I said, the San Francisco games, the the thing with the Packers is that there is a, a bit of a template now as to how to beat them. If you can bully the O-line, um, I mean, you need to have some really good defensive linemen in order to do it. But if you can bully that O-line and put pressure and just constantly put pressure on, which is what Todd Bowles and the Tampa Bay Bucks did, um, you will cause trouble. And I think that was probably the the biggest thing that was the reason why, you know, why they lost. I think it's been a bit of a criticism with the Green Bay Packers last year, last year, and not not this year yet, because I don't think you've come up against a force like Buccaneers defense just yet. But now it's going to be cropping up again is that it, it Packers win when it goes all their way a little bit and that they don't have that sort of grit and fight in them to be in the trenches and to to come out on top. And that was the story against the San Francisco 49ers and it was against the Buccaneers as well. Like, I think that's a fair criticism, to be honest. Yeah. It feels like when, when they, you, you're right, when that O-line gets bullied and when you have big guys on the defensive line, you know, the damn Kumsus of the world last year, obviously Nick Bosa and uh, players like that, it it just feels like the Packers don't have the grit to be able to stand up to get against them, them really brash, big uh, defensive linemen. Yeah, I I think there are some, you know, really big problems there where and it's like I think most people came to the conclusion last year that 13 and 3, although they managed, you know, that's what they finished on. That was not the record that they necessarily should have been on. Um, Again, this year is like, you know, at the beginning of the year, I was predicting 10, 6, 11 and 5. Um, you know, It's. It's unfortunate, really, but I do feel that there is this sort of weakness to them. And, and like I say, I think there is a bit of a template for teams to go ahead and and be able to do something against the Packers. The problem for them is that they, they more often than not, the team don't have enough good defensive linemen in order to be able to, con- to be that quick. And also the linebackers as well. They're just the team in general, they're just not, the, the opposition team just isn't quite good enough to be able to stop Rodgers from throwing over them. Yeah. Uh, and and that's the sort of, you need to be able to have both sides in order to do it. And that's why uh, a team like the Bucks, a team like the 49ers last year, these teams are really good defences. You know, you're not talking about sort of middle of the road defences. You're talking about the top five or six come the end of the season, probably. And, there's a reason for that. And unfortunately for the Packers, it, it does show a bit of a weakness to them, which is why when we spoke about the draft and everything like that, everyone was going on about wide receivers. 
the fact of the matter is more it's the defense that you need that kind of like you you need some better de- defenders and you need some uh, better offensive linemen in order to be able to protect Rodgers. Yeah, and especially when you've not played the Bears yet, no? No, not yet. No, well, you got to play the Bears twice still. And yeah. that defensive line is 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 just as good as the Buccaneers is. And that could be a real problem, especially against you know within division. That's going to be even tougher. Yeah, I mean the only the only thing with that is that although the Bears defensively are very good when it comes to their offense, they're nothing like what the Bucks yeah, were yeah. on Sunday. So I suppose that's where it's a little bit. Different. They're not as clinical at all. No, no not as clinical. But I I think this is the this is what you see what you're going to see with the Bucks over the next sort of few weeks, and eventually it's just going to get better and better and better for them where. Their offense, they had a really good day on Sunday. But on the week before, when they played Chicago, they struggled. So mm. you're going to see that. But eventually, they're going to get into the rhythm and they'll be okay. Well, as they say, to win a Super Bowl, you need a good defense and a great winning game. And 100-plus rushing yards in three consecutive games for Ronald Jones. Leonard yeah. Fournette, who? Don't even need him. <laughs> uh, that that could be... It, it does feel like Tom Brady's chemistry's got going. And if Gronk... If this is now the spark for Gronk to get going, then that is dangerous. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's another weapon, isn't it? I mean, how many more do you need? It's like you've got um, you've got Mike Evans, you've got Chris Godwin in the slot position. Um, you know, he's he's managing to get get good plays out of players like Scotty Miller, who we hadn't really seen a lot of, but he's managing to do that because he knows that the whole team is what's going to make the difference for him. Um, yeah, if you can get Gronk going as well, I mean, that's just another one. So, you know, he's he's not going to be as good as what he was. Of course he's not. He's been out of the game for a year. But the fact of the matter is he's still, you know, he's still massive and he's still going to be a really big target for, for Brady. Well, 5-0 and tastes Oh, so sweet, my friend. You know, you know how much I've been worrying about the Browns. You know I've been really worrying about the Browns and that I thought that we could potentially lose this game and it could be our first loss and that it was a, a dangerous game for us. The, the most dangerous game we've had so far. And God, we just scored the Browns. I love it. I love <laughs> when we beat the Browns. Um, I don't know how much. I, unfortunately, I missed live wise. I missed nearly the whole game because I was at work. So I've watched. I watched the forty minute highlights, yeah. and our secondary's come alive finally. Like it's been my worry for weeks now, is for that defensive line. We know. We know they're so good. We know they're dominant force. We know they bully offensive line. We know they're number one in defense in the, in the NFL and everything like that. My worry's been Minka Fitzpatrick's been silent. Joe Hayden's not done much. Mike Hilton, Steve Nelson, not really been around about. But we we fight. Like, I mean, Fitzpatrick, that interception was fantastic for the pick six and then the touchdown. It's just a spark. That will be the spark he needs. It's 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 definitely a a, a big time player in a big time spot. And we needed a big time plays against the Browns, against a divisional rival, against a team that I think is pretty dangerous. And we did it. And I, I honestly think if we could beat the Titans, I think we could beat the Titans this weekend. We'll go on to more of that later, obviously, in our predictions. But I honestly think if we can beat the Titans, the sky's the limit. Because I think the the Browns, for me, were a, a, a danger team. But I was confident we could definitely get the win. Whereas the Titans now, I think, prove even more of a danger. If we can beat the Titans, even if we don't beat them convincingly, if we can just we can just shut, try and shut it down as best as we can, 
then I uh, then I'd be very happy. I could I could argue if we beat the Titans and we beat the Ravens, we could lose one game all year. That's how that's how confident I am. I think we maybe we could if we say we beat the Ravens after the Titans, we play the Ravens again. I wouldn't be shocked if we lose to the Ravens. Let's say we get to the divisional. Let's say we get to the wildcard divisional by week 16 or week 15. We rest players at week 17. Might lose to the Browns, the Browns on the last game of the season. But I, I honestly, we just keep finding ways to do it. We've we've ground out results against Eagles weren't bad against us. The Texans weren't bad against us, and we still ground out results. And then when our defense and when the secondary then picks up, we're lights out, and the offense seems to be Chase Claypool, man. Oh, what a guy he's been. I mean, someone compared him to Calvin Johnson. Like someone I was listening to earlier, and I don't think he's he's not Hall of Fame Calvin Johnson level, but it makes me worry less as not having Deontay Johnson. I am very, very concerned about the loss of Devin Bush, though. Yeah, I mean he's a massive player for you. That's that, that's a big loss, obviously. But I, I think, yeah, th- there's no there is no real weakness in that side when you actually look at it. There, there really isn't. The defense is is far superior to a, a lot of teams. Um, Big Ben looks like he's definitely back and he's fit and that's that's great. Um, like you say, you've got Chase Claypool who's done really well since coming in. Uh, Deontay Johnson will come back. Um, you've got Juju Smith-Schuster who is is looking good. So your wide receivers are looking good. Quarterbacks looking good. James Conner not the best in the league, but at the same time is more than capable of having a, a big game. Um, you know, there's there's no reason as to why you can't go on a, a really good run. I mean, you're already on a really good run, but there's mm-hmm. no reason why that can't continue and do really, really well in the playoffs. Um, the one thing that surprised me about the uh, Cleveland game isn't anything to do with uh, Pittsburgh. I was just really surprised how quickly they gave up the run game. Mm. Um and they put it in Baker's hands. And that's the one thing that Kevin Stefanski hasn't done. It's been quite managed over the last few weeks and he's managed it really well. But for some reason, there was a, a lot of Baker trying to throw it rather than, you know, Kareem Hunt uh, doing any of the running. And I think that was the biggest surprise to me. Yeah, I think uh, it's been quoted a lot of times that for Browns to win the game, they need to run the ball a lot. And I think now... This year, especially when they've not been able to run the ball, they've been beat quite well. And I, I, I was, I'm just shocked that the Browns' defense didn't do that much against us. Like that's what shocks me more because I think this Brown defense is really good, and it, and, and they just didn't do much at all against us. I mean, we we were very, very strong in good spots. I agree with you, James Connor. I think he can be spotty. But he has that big game capability about him. But like I said my biggest takeaway is that the secondary were really good this game. Like Against the Eagles, I thought our secondary was really poor. I thought that's where the Eagles were beating us over the top. I mean, we were giving uh, that Travis Fulgham for Eagles. It was just getting everything last year, last week. And it's, it's, it's finally, and it, you know, they needed a big game to reignite them a little bit. And this will be that game. The Devin Bush injury I'm worried about. He's a defensive play call, uh, a signal caller. A, a true leader in that defense, taking over the Ryan Shazier sort of leadership role. It's it's going to be that's going to be a toughie for us. It, it is going to be difficult without him, of course. I mean, he is like a real focal point in your defense. But I, I think 
you know, this things like this always happen. And there is an element of next man up. And when you've got a team that is connecting as well as they are, I think you'll probably find that they will be able to cover that loss. Yeah, and uh, we're going to move on to now the, the the news of the past, and then we'll go to the news of the future, I suppose. So news of the past being that Le'Veon Bell, uh, running back formerly of the New York Jets, has been signed by the Kansas City Chiefs, formerly of Pittsburgh Steelers of the New York Jets, and now a uh, Kansas City Chief. Uh, they didn't need any more weapons, but they went and got out and got him. Um, his career of 1,493 attempts for 6,199 yards and 38 touchdowns. 381 receptions, 3,160 yards and eight touchdowns. Only played against the Buffalo Bills and the Arizona Cardinals this year for the Jets, which I believe was week one and week five, I'm going to guess at. And he's out yeah, for 19 attempts, 74 yards, three receptions for 39 yards. Uh, the Chiefs getting more uh, weapons is, is I don't get why the league allows it. I don't get how all these other teams aren't going out to get these weapons before the Chiefs are. But the Chiefs seem to be more stupid getting it done and, get, and going out and getting these guys. Um, Bell, Apache career at the Jets, obviously, coming in, he had sat out 2018 because of contract disputes, got a big payday, but not as big as he thought he was going to do it. The Jets had a very bang average first season and has not appeared at all this year. Got signed and then they got in a new GM and a new head coach, the Jets, and but he, they both didn't really want Le'Veon Bell there. Completely fell out of favour. Um, a wise decision, well, not a wise decision by the Jets. Obviously, they need to win games. They haven't won a game yet, but a very astute business by the Chiefs to go and pick him up, right? Yeah, I mean, it's it, what a great, uh, what a great running back to have as your basically your reserve. I mean, you know, they after what we saw against the Bills on uh, on Monday night, Clyde Edwards-Helaire is not going to be moved anytime soon. So, I mean, yeah, Bell's had a bit of a the last few years haven't been great but then who's been great in New York for the Jets you know it's like everyone struggled in, in that team um I think he will probably do okay for them he won't see like loads of snaps I can't imagine that he's going to be someone who's suddenly going to get 20 plus snaps or anything like that but I think that he can you know share a little bit of the workload with uh with Clyde Edwards-Alaire and like you said it's it's crazy how many more pieces do they need how many more offensive weapons do they want um it's it kind of reminds me a little bit of a something that the patriots would have done a few years ago Mm. and uh yeah it's it's just crazy that they that no one else has picked him up that's the thing it's more why why hasn't anyone else gone for someone like this well, they were very quick about doing it. It was within, within a couple of days he, yeah. he was on a new team, which is very rare at the minute. It seems to be that people seem to be sitting back for a little bit. Obviously, he didn't play this weekend because you have to enter into a five-day or seven-day uh, COVID um, isolation uh, situation, I suppose, uh, before you can join the team. So, obviously, he didn't play this weekend, but he's coming next weekend. What is good for the Chiefs is now they've got Edwards Hilaire, who can catch out the backfield, and Le'Veon Bell, who can also catch out the backfield. So, they've got two stout runners, you know, north to south runners, or, uh, and guys that can go and catch the ball on the, uh, on the outside as well. Yeah, I mean, they've got, they've got guys that can do everything. You know, and that that's that's what you need. But not only have they got one, now they've got two. So it's you know it's it's pretty crazy. Um, but yeah, I think you'll probably see that. Like I said, I don't think he'll have a massive impact. I don't think he'll be doing loads. Um, but it just it like I say, it just really surprised me. There's a lot of teams out there who have got running back injuries or not the greatest running back room. 
and they didn't want to go for him. And the only real reason that I can think of is just the fact that he hasn't really done a lot in the last couple of years. But, you know, I mean, like I say, you playing for that Jets team, no one's done a lot. So, I yeah. don't know. It's, it is a weird one. But, yeah, it's a, it's a good good signing for them. Exactly. And we are to future news, I suppose. Um, we said it, what, a week ago? Two weeks ago? Well, you did. I mean, you've, you've. I think I've had this question three times since the season's begun. From me? Of, yeah. When is Tua going to start? Well, now he's here, baby. He's here <laughs> to stay. Tua's name had been named the start for Miami Dolphins once they come off their bye week this weekend, not playing, obviously. Um, so Tua, Tua, Tua Tagovailoa, who, which I've oh, I've mastered the craft of saying Tagovailoa now. Um, he's going to be starting next week. Um, he came into the fourth quarter in the blowout against the Jets, beating the Jets 24 to nothing. The Dolphins, uh, no completions, you know, two for two, nine yards. You know, good, good, solid start to your career in the NFL. Um, very lovely photos of him sitting on the pitch after the game, you know, taking it all in, everything like that. You know, sort of reflecting on him being a professional now in the NFL, being a true starter and everything like that. And, you know, after he dislocated his hip in November 2019, his draft stock was, well, people said he was going to be hurt, but he wasn't going to be um, trustworthy being drafted that high. You know, he's injury prone, etc. But now he's going to be starting. Um, a confusing one, though. Though I've been yeah. saying, when are we going to see Tua? Because I thought we'd maybe see if Dolphins nosedived off a little bit. Dolphins now second in the division, are in the hunt for a wild card spot. But you now decide to put in a new quarterback. Like what? You, what's the psyche here going on? Is this the right decision by Brian Flores? A uh, really strange decision, I think. I, I don't quite get it at all. Um, to me, I think he's, you know, it's, it's all right. I understand why they brought him on for a couple of snaps. I get that they were playing a team that weren't going to hurt him, <laughs> you know. So, so I, I do understand that. Um, but I, I find it strange that, you know, they've just won the last two games. I, I don't know many quarterbacks who lose the starting job after winning the last two games. Um, so that's a really weird one. I mean, it's great to see Fitzpatrick on the sideline, um, you know, cheering him on and, and stuff like that. I think he probably understands what his position is in that organisation. Yeah. Uh, and he's just loving the fact that he's playing. So, um yeah, that so that's a bit. Um, it's just all a bit of a strange one, and I I don't know if I'd necessarily want to give him the start against Aaron Donald and the Rams defense. It feels like it's a little bit um, like he's almost been set up to suffer a bit in that game. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. It's I I actually think that maybe they might be thinking they've got a chance of getting the division. Hmm. And they might want to. They think if we can win this many games with fits then we could we could win double games with two i yeah yeah I, I i can understand that i it also it might be a bit of an experiment of going like right well there's quite a bit of pressure on two and now if we're in the wild card hunt like how's he going to cope with it but at the same time if they don't get in the wild card two and go well i weren't here for the first six weeks starting so it's hardly my fault if we lost three you know three of the first six games yeah. So uh, yeah, I, I, I don't get me wrong. I'm going to be watching the Miami game this weekend, definitely now, because I, I, I'm very excited to see two a play. So yeah. well, you won't because they're on bye. 
So. Oh, no, sorry, not this weekend. No, the weekend after, sorry, when they play the Rams. So I have to, I have to wait for just a week. I just imagine how good he is, I suppose. Right, well, after the break, we're going to... Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonus. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. We're going to go and talk about the team. So we're going to look at the teams. If we if the NFL was to end today, where how would the playoff picture look and what would be our Super Bowl? That's coming up right after the break. Okay, so now me and Adam are going to be looking at the road to the Super Bowl. Very, very early, admittedly, <laughs> road to the Super Bowl. So at the moment, what we're going to do is we're going to go through what the fixtures will be. And then I'm going to go, Adam's going to go. And we're going to say about who we think will win and basically lead up to what our Super Bowl would be at this current moment in time. Like, yeah, there's still things, games to happen. Teams can drop off. Teams can improve. We're going into into November now, end of October, into November. Starts getting colder. The, the warm weather teams don't do as good. You know, teams historically sometimes decline after September um, into the end of October. So let's have a look at it. I mean, when you look at the NFC at the minute, look the top the top seven teams, the top seeds, the Seahawks with five and zero. There's the Chicago Bears at five and one. The three, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, four and two at four. The Dallas Cowboys at two and four. <laughs> I actually generally got a question a couple of weeks ago on my on my own podcast saying, is it possible for a team, an NFC team, to go to the playoffs with a losing record? And well, I was you like, might, you might find it this year. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. At five, uh, Green Bay Packers, four and one. Uh, six, the Arizona Cardinals, four and two. And at seven, the LA Rams, four and two. At the AFC side of things. The seven teams, the top seed, the Pittsburgh Steelers, 5-0. and The Tennessee Titans at 5-0. and At third, the Kansas City Chiefs at 5-1. and At four, the Buffalo Bills, 4-2. and At five, the Baltimore Ravens, 5-1. and At six, the Cleveland Browns, 4-2. and And at seven, the Indianapolis Colts at 4-2. and Interestingly enough, both sides of the division have three teams from one of the same divisions. So in the NFC, three teams from the NFC West. The Seahawks, the Cardinals, the Rams will go through. And in the AFC, three teams from the AFC North, the Steelers, the Ravens, the Browns will go through. Now, figuring all this sort of stuff out is a little complicated. So me and Adam may slip up a couple of bits in this if we're not getting the seedings correct. So apologies for that. But you've let's obviously these fixtures, let's make sure we've both gotten the correct here. I've got on the FC side of things, it'd be Ravens against the Bills, Browns against the Chiefs, Colts against the Titans. Is that correct? Ravens against Bills, Colts, Colts against the... Titans. Yes, and Chiefs against the Browns. Browns, with the Bills, Chiefs and Titans being at home. Yeah. Yes. In the NFC side yeah. of it, it'd be the Packers against the Cowboys, the Cardinals against the Buccaneers, and the Rams against the Bears. Yeah. Correct. Okay, with the Cowboys, Buccaneers, Bears at home, Steelers and the Seahawks would be on a bye week. So... I'm going to start off with my side of it, and then we'll go on to Adam, and then we'll we'll see what Super Bowls we get by the end of this. So, firstly, I have the Ravens at the Bills. At the moment, I, I think going over to co the cold weather of Buffalo, I think the Buffalo Bills would win this game. Um, I think they could shut down Lamar Jackson. They have really good secondary. I think Josh uh, Josh Allen's now got that grit to grind out games and to win games. I I 
I think it'd be a bit of a shock result, and also the stigma sticks around then Lamar not being able to do it in the wild, in in the playoffs. The Browns at the Chiefs. The Chiefs beat them. Just the the better team, the way better team. The Browns won't be able to cope with Patrick Mahomes. Uh, the Browns are the Browns may run against the Chiefs, but and the Chiefs haven't been great against the running game. But I, I think the Chiefs are more talented here to go through. And then I've got the Colts against the Titans. I'd say the Titans. I think they're the better team as well. Derek Henry would run all day on the Colts, even though the Colts' defense is pretty darn good. I just feel like the Titans are again winning some clutch games recently. Um, my NFC, I'd have the Packers beating the Cowboys. Again, just the way better team. No Dak there. The Packers go and win that. Um, admittedly, the Cowboys would be at home, though, but I think that suits Aaron Rodgers being inside. Um, the Cardinals at the Bucks. I've got the Bucks winning there. I think they're just the more talented team. If the Bucks defense stayed the way it was, they would shut down the Cardinals. Though I've really liked the Cardinals this year, and I was plugging them to have a playoff spot they got the playoff spot but i don't think they will progress i think they're just a year too early to progress and the rams with the bears i've gone the rams because of experience and the better quarterback but i do think that could be anyone's game i do think the rams are the better team though what have you got for you so um exactly the same the exact same really exactly the same no way yeah. That like never happens ever on this. Like me, you and Cole never get the same things ever. The only one that I am a little bit, I, I wasn't a hundred percent sure on is Buffalo Baltimore. And the only reason I've gone for Buffalo is because they're going to be the home team. Um, that that's literally it. I think that um, it's funny because obviously, you know, we've been saying without fans, home advantage isn't necessarily what it is. I do feel that for the vast majority of these games, home advantage will have an impact. Mm. Um, but also, I just think that some of these teams, you, when you look at the AFC, you know, you, you've got Tennessee and Kansas City both at home, and they're going to be playing Cleveland and Indianapolis. I just think Tennessee and Kansas City are, are miles um, ahead of them teams at the moment. Mm. Um, in the same way, you know that there are some the the NFC is a little bit different. I I just feel like I feel like personally for me the AFC is a lot stronger. Um, Which is and, not a popular thing to say at the minute. I no, think it is as well at the minute. I loads of people go, oh the NFC is so hard. Yeah, it's hard because of the disparity, but the actual quality of teams, the AFC is better. Yeah. I, I think with the NFC, you've got a lot of teams that are very similar. And I think this is probably like on a personal point, I think this is where you see the Packers do will do quite well against a lot of the NFC teams. Um, but there's not many NFC teams with great defences. Tampa Bay have got a good one and Chicago have got a good one. And the Rams one is is decent, but it's not real top notch. Whereas for in the AFC, you've got Pittsburgh have got a good defence, Tennessee have got a good defence, Kansas City, Buffalo, Baltimore, Indianapolis's defence isn't bad. You know, it's almost like Cleveland, all seven of them teams have got mm. decent defences. And even like teams a little bit outside of the playoff picture at the moment, you know, you've got like Miami. Miami haven't got a bad defense. No, they, they, they might not be great compared to these other teams, but they're not bad. Whereas for with the NFC, it it just doesn't seem to be there as much. Mm, exactly. So when we go to the divisional, 
this is how I've worked it out. It would be the AFC, the Kansas City Chiefs against the Tennessee Titans, and then the Buffalo Bills against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. That's correct. Okay. And in the NFC, That's it'd right. be the Green Bay Packers against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and it'd be the yeah. LA Rams against the Seattle Seahawks. Yes. Correct. Okay. We're getting, we're getting the right. divisional <laughs> ranking seeding thing all worked out now. I feel like we've got it down to a T now. Right. So, AFC, Chiefs feed the Titans. I... Uh, see, I said to you this beforehand, but some of this, I've, I've picked teams and then I'm now like second guessing myself completely. I I think the Chiefs win this because of quality of quarterback. I think it would be, they, they, they did it last year. I think they'll do it again. Though the Titans defense is good, Patrick Mahomes is still so special. There's still so many weapons. The Titans are looking good. Derek Henry's incredible. I would, I'd imagine maybe Derek Henry gets a fair amount of yardage against the Chiefs as well. Maybe a couple of touchdowns. It wouldn't shock me if this went to the wire at this given point in time. But I, I just like the Chiefs a little bit more because of Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid there. I think it, it wouldn't shock me at this point, Tennessee beating them. But I think the Chiefs maybe just eke out the win. Bills against the Steelers. I think the Steelers win. Um, I, I just think that front defensive line would, will shut Josh Allen down. I think he will be running around a lot. I think our secondary after this weekend against the Browns. Obviously, this is all our assessment of them after this many weeks. You know, we don't know what's going to happen in the future. But I, I think they, the secondary could lock down some of the uh, the uh, offensive weapons the Bills have. Again, I think the close scoring game, I think the Bills would really bring it. But I think the Steelers defense, it, it, sorry, Steelers uh, offense as well is good enough to overcome the Bills defense. Their defensive line hasn't been great. They've not pressured the quarterback that well. Byron, as in Byron, social media manager for us, who, who features on here sometimes, is a Bills fan. And we had this conversation just the other day. That he said, you know, we've, we've released a couple of players, people like Shaq Lawson, and we don't seem to be able to put pressure on the quarterback now. Well, that won't bode well if you're coming up against Ben Roethlisberger because he'll just pick you apart if he's got time in the pocket. NFC, I've got the Packers, the Bucks. We, I'm going to go for the Buccaneers just because, again, I, I think the Buccaneers defense will just punch Packers in the mouth like they did last uh, last weekend. And then the Rams against the Seahawks. I'm, go, I'm going with the Seahawks. They're just the, the superior team offensively. I, I, I Russell Wilson is just magic. I don't think the Seahawks defense is anything incredible. But I don't think the Rams' offense is in, is that good this year either. Um, I think they'll put enough pressure on Jared Goff. Uh, Jared, Jamal Adams obviously has been a bit of a game changer there, but he'll only improve. Uh, yeah, I, I like Seattle against the Rams. That, that's my picks there. What have you gone for? Uh, so sorry. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. This is this is going to become uh, a bit of a boring segment, I think. Um, it's the exact same. <laughs> it's the exact same again. Um, the only thing I would say, I think Tennessee, Kansas City. I mean, it was a bit of a blowout last year by Kansas City. I think it's going to be a much, much tighter game um, if they played each other now. I think they Tennessee. I, I actually think the. I, I hear what you're saying with the fact of you know Mahomes is just a cut above Tannehill, but I feel like Tannehill is getting like even better compared to mm. what he was at the end of last year. Um, and so I think that will help them and that will that will improve them. But I do still think that Kansas City will win it. Uh, I think the yeah Pittsburgh I just think will be too good um, at home. Uh, unfortunately, I do believe that the Bucks will beat the Packers um, again. It, also, the fact that it's at Tampa Bay, Rogers has had an awful um, record in that stadium as well. 
so that probably doesn't help. Um, and I just feel that, you know, you, you you can see what the weakness is. And unfortunately, I think it's going to be the one thing that's going to, you know, that having that big defence going up against him is just going to be the thing that makes the difference. And I just think, although the Rams look OK, that I think Seattle offensively are just, there'll be too much for them. So, very boringly, that gets us to an AFC-NFC championship. It's the exact same. So, we have the Kansas City Chiefs against the Pittsburgh Steelers. And then we have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers against the Seattle Seahawks. This is a hard pill to swallow. I think the Chiefs beat the Steelers. I just think, again, Pat Mahomes is very good. I don't think if our secondary can now reignite to what it was towards the end of last year... It, we had a, we'd have a chance, but I think how it's been so far this season, the Chiefs' offensive weapons would just overthrow that uh, that secondary for the Steelers. I, I don't, though. Mink Fitzpatrick in that secondary was really good against the Browns. I think coming against you know Tyreek Hill, a better, a, a, a far better quarterback in Patrick Mahomes and Baker Mayfield, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, uh, Demarcus Robinson, uh, all the Lev Bell, uh, Clyde Edwards, Hale, all their offensive weapons. I think they would just. I think they would just get a better of Steelers on the day. Um, they've got some good defensive players. I know their defensive line is, is decent just with Chris Jones and Frank Clark there. And I know Steelers' defensive line would be good against the Chiefs. But Patrick Mahomes is a wizard at working out the pocket and still being able to create everything anyway. And then I have the Buccaneers against the Seahawks. And again, pains me to say, but I think the Buccaneers win it. Um, I think the Bucks defensive line will will just shut down Russell Wilson. That defense is looking now more complete. The, the secondary is really good. That I think DK Metcalf could play a massive role in that game if he could, you know, muscle out muscle some of the Bucks guys. That'd be fantastic to see. And I don't think the Bucks Seahawks defense is good enough to beat Tom Brady and them weapons, which would line me up with a Super Bowl of Chiefs v the Buccaneers. Please tell me you have something different. We have a difference of opinion. <laughs> oh, 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 good. Finally, controversies come back. Thankfully, thankfully. <laughs> um, I really like the Pittsburgh defense, and I think that they are. You're going to be at home. Mm. Uh, I think that Kansas City Mahomes has not been as good as what he was last year. They are still winning games. Don't get me wrong. And they are still playing well, but they are not at the peak of what they were last year. Uh, it's entirely possible that they can sort of like get on a run, of course, and, and get back to that. But I do think that that Pittsburgh defense is more than capable of slowing them down. And I think that the Pittsburgh offense with someone like Big Ben now, I think, you know, that's what you need. You need that calm head. Uh, experienced quarterback that, that makes the difference. And I do think that he has a very, very strong chance of, of getting one over on the Kansas City Chiefs in that game. Um, when it comes to the NFC, I agree with you with Tampa Bay. I think just, I, I just get the feeling they're going to get better and better. And offensively, they get better and better. But that defense looks very good. And at the end of the day, I just think it's the defences that really make the difference. And Seattle just don't have that great a defence. It's it's okay. It's I mean, Russell Wilson gets them through games. Um, and 
in in the same kind of way that Aaron Rodgers gets the Packers through games, Russell Wilson does it with the Seahawks. And unfortunately, I think you need the whole package in order to be able to get to the Super Bowl. Yeah, so that would be a remarkably in a world where 21st century quarterbacks and a mobile quarterback is what you need. You would have a Super Bowl of two of the oldest quarterbacks in the NFL in Tom Brady and Ben Roethlisberger. But I would have Patrick Mahomes against Tom Brady. And I think this is the only game I've not put a line under where I've picked a winner in my little notebook here. But I'm going to go with the Buccaneers just because I think... Tom Brady's been there, done it all. Their offensive weapons are so good. The Chiefs' defense is decent, but not good enough. The the Bucks' defense just looks really, really good now. And if they can shut down some of some of Patrick Mahomes' game, they will. And again, it might be it might be really scrappy. It would not shock me if it was a really scrappy defensive line against the offensive line game. And I don't think Kansas City suits that style of football. Um, so I, at, the, at this current moment in time, I would have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers winning the Super Bowl in week <laughs> six or whatever it is, week seven, going into week seven. <laughs> uh, so t- to me, I just think, like I say, you're going to have Pittsburgh, Tampa Bay, both two really good defenses. I mean, it's a bit of a coin flip, to be honest, as to who can who can win that. Um, I think they're both great defenses. Both have got improving offenses. One with Tom Brady coming in, one with Ben Roethlisberger coming back. Um, like I say, complete complete coin flip. And for me, I would, out of the two of them, I'd quite like to see Pittsburgh win it just purely for Ben Roethlisberger. Um, and then he can, you know, retire as a winner and that's it. So, yeah, I'd go with the Steelers. <laughs> You, basically, in our mid-season, our week six predictions of how the Super Bowl go, you basically played out the entire scenario that I've wanted since last yeah. March. <laughs> so what I've what I've done is, if you remember, before the season started, I said the Indianapolis Colts. I just got the wrong team. It's exactly the same situation. It's <laughs> the old the old quarterback <laughs> coming in <laughs> to uh, to you know to to basically manage the game and do it and i think that um big ben is is likely to do that well if the Steelers win the super bowl that bodes very very well for me but i've got tom brady winning his seventh super bowl ring though we're now with a different team that would be that'd be very cool to see actually i'd love that to would see be, that it would be very impressive if he could do it, especially given what's happening to the patriots yeah no that would be fun um right brilliant well i really enjoyed that main section that we've done there we're going to come back after the break and we're going to talk predictions for week seven. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free and 
anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, so we've got the predictions moment now, but we have. This is where all the guys in the uh, Football Brawl UK team give their predictions for the games at the weekend. Poorly old Colm has already sent his uh, predictions to me. So I've got his uh, all logged in already, as well as the rest of the team at Football Brawl UK. But obviously now it's time for me and Adam to give our predictions. So here we go. We've got Giants at the Eagles Thursday night game. Uh, I'm going to go for the Eagles. I think that they just offensively, they're a little bit better. They've actually looked not too bad in the last couple of games as well. I know a lot of it's been at the end of games when it's it's nearly been over already. But they, to me, they look a little bit stronger than the Giants. Yep, to me as well, the Eagles are an improving team. I don't think this Giants defence is as bad as people make out. But I think this Eagles team is starting to get the ball rolling now and starting to really click. Steelers at the Titans. Uh, I'm going to go for the Steelers. I think they are just just that little bit better defensively. I think the Titans are a very good side. It'll be very close, but I think the Steelers will just nick it. Uh, obviously, I'm going the Steelers as well. Obviously, doing homeward team, but also I do I can back it up. I think we're, we're closing down the run game against some very very good running backs. Um, Derek Henry, if we can stop him, we're going to have to force Ryan Tannehill to go over the top. I I think he's decent at that and getting a lot better, and he's been impressive. But I don't think he'll be good enough to beat us. I think our defense wins this one for the Steelers. Cowboys at Washington. Uh, I'm going to go for Washington in this one. I think that it was it was a little bit worrying watching the Cowboys against the Cardinals, where um, I think Dalton just... It's going to take him a little bit of time to get used to being the uh, the main guy, but there was a lot of rushing in that game. And I think it, it might almost become that... Although they've got all them great weapons for these first few games, they're just going to keep on using Zeke all the time. And that might not necessarily work in their favour. I'm going to go for the Cowboys just because I think they're overall a better team. I don't think Washington have the offensive weapons to beat the Cowboys, though the Cowboys' defence isn't great. But Dalton needs to start clicking in this offence pretty soon. And they need to protect him as well because this Washington defensive line's no joke. And yeah. their secondary is good as well, but he needs to start really connecting with his his offensive weapons. Bills at the Jets, not even going to ask. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, just for any football brawl UK uh, listener, we we we, uh, we are we're quite harsh against the Jets, but it's sort of deserved. Like you know, you, you've sort of put yourself in a position where it's very easy to hate, but like, stop doing stupid things. Stop stop getting rid of all your players. Like, get rid of Adam Gaze, stop killing Sam Darnold's career because he's so talented and so good. And But you just killed him off. And it just just reset, start again. And I, I would not be shocked at this moment in time if the Jets team doesn't win a game this year. That is as, as harsh as I can be. But you, you, you need to go and sort that out, New York. You need to go and sort that out. So the Bills we're both going for, clearly. Uh, Panthers at the Saints. Uh, I'm going to go for the Saints. I think the Panthers have struggled a little bit in the last couple of games. Um, they're a funny. The Panthers are a bit of a funny side. It seems like the more points that get put up against them, the more points they score. Um, but I think that the Saints will just be slightly too strong for them in this one. I think the Saints are a better team now. I'm going to go for them. I think these sort of weeks now is where you'll get to the top in your division. And the Saints really, really want to do that because they they don't they want the bye week. They want Drew Brees to get rested. They want the home field advantage all the way through. 
They know if Tom Brady gets that, that could be the path to the Super Bowl for Brady. Um, and this is crunch time. I, even though it's week seven for them, for the Saints now, this week seven to week 10 slot is really, really time for them to push to get some wins to try and top that division. Uh, Packers at Texans. Oh, I'm going to go for the backers. Uh, I, they, <laughs> uh, they'll bounce back, I think. The Texans, although they put up a lot of points against the Titans, they defensively, they really struggled. Um, and I think that the Packers will be looking for revenge on someone. And unfortunately, the Texans will be the ones in the way. So Yeah, I think I agree with you. I think Packers have blood in the mouth about the, being punched in the face by the Buccaneers and they'll be ready to come out swinging this time. And what an easy defense for them to come swinging up against. You know, I, I do think there's some really talented players on the Texans defense. I think Justin Reed's a really quality safety, but Aaron Rodgers, he's just, he's, he's an incredible player. Um, Okay. Browns at the Bengals. Uh, I'm going to go for the Bengals in this one. Uh, I think they, they put up a decent performance against the Colts. They, you know, they went 21 and I up quite, quite quickly. And I think they're starting to get moving a little bit. Um, the Browns, it was a bit worrying against the, the Steelers. Obviously, the Bengals' defense is nothing like that. Um, but they did only manage to beat the Bengals by five points last time when they were at home. So I, I just think the Bengals might, might sneak it with this one. I'm going to go for the Bengals as well. I do think this is a coin flip, but I think it's getting a bit shaky around Baker now. And I think there's just that creeping doubt that it's like... You didn't draft me. Do you really want me here? Like now, there's one eye on the draft now. You know, and there's the college games are playing, and Kevin Stefanski is a very clever offensive guy. He's definitely going to be there next year, definitely. It, it's it's one of them where it could be a bit make or break these next few weeks for Baker Mayfield, unfortunately. And as much as Baker might try and do that, it might mean that he tries to put the ball in his hands a bit more himself. And I don't think that's the way to win. I think the Bengals. I mean, they've had one win already. They've got to go and get another at some point. I don't think they're half as bad as people make out sometimes. Um, I, I, yeah, I, I, I'd like Joe. I'd, I, I'd also, I'm going to be biased. I'd like the Cincinnati Bengals to beat the Browns as well. I'd like, I'd <laughs> like. No, I'd like. It's, it's obviously my distaste for the Browns, but also that I, 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 I'm starting to be a bit Joe Burrow. I'm liking Joe Burrow, and I want him to succeed, and I think it would be really, really good for him to beat a divisional rival in the Browns. Um, Lions at the Falcons. Uh, I'm going to go for the Lions in this one. I think they, they're they quietly sort of going about their business. They're very good on the offense, very bad on the defense. Pretty much the same with the Falcons, to be honest. If ever there was a game for overs in the points, go for that one. <laughs> um, but... Yeah, I'm going to go for the Lions. I just think that there's, when, when it comes to the Falcons, they're still sort of struggling a little bit. I mean, they they put up a lot of points against the Vikings, but they still let them back in a little bit. And there was a point where it was almost getting a bit too close for comfort. Um, so I think the Lions will probably probably just get it. I'm going to go for the Lions as well. I think we're uh, being fooled by how... Falcons won last weekend. I don't think they're going to do that on the spot. I think Lions, Lions, like you said, are quietly going about their business. They're being really, they're not, you know, we're not hearing much from them. They're, but they're winning. This is what I've, I've been like. I've, this is what I've probably been mean about Lions before about, but they're winning games this year that they should be winning. Like they're not losing out, losing a lot of games that they shouldn't be. You know, you know what I mean? Like I think some teams are guilty of like, 
losing games where you're like, come on, you should be winning them games. Whereas the Lions seem to be in games or winning games that they should be. And I think the Falcons, though they may have figured it out for one week, I don't, I don't buy it. And also, you know, I'm thinking the Vikings are on a bit of a downturn anyway. So, you know, they're playing against a weakened team in my point of view anyway. Uh, the Seahawks at the Cardinals. Two teams that I both, both fly. This is a hard one. <laughs> um, I think the Seahawks would probably be too strong for them offensively. Um, I think, although the Cardinals did well against the Cowboys, like we've said loads of times, the Cowboys' defence is not good. Um, and I think the Seahawks, they'll just keep keep rolling along at the moment. I think that offence, until it comes up against a, a really good uh, defence, I think it will just keep rolling along as it is. Yeah, I agree. I think they'll keep ticking over. I think they'll keep going. I think it will be a closer... I'd like it to be a closer game than than it might be. I feel like the Seahawks... In my mind, I feel like it it might be low scoring, like 24 to 10, something like that. Like, no, it, I don't think it'll hit the 30s or anything. I think it, it, hopefully it's a really good offensive battle because, you know, with Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins... Um, Kenyon Drake had a heck of a week last week as well. Um, thank you, Kenyon Drake, for fantasy points for me. <laughs> but uh, but then obviously, yeah, Russell Wilson, Chris Carson, Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf. It, that could be a really fun game, actually. Jaggy was at the Chargers. Uh, I'm going to go for the Chargers. I think they're just offensively, they're that little bit better. The defense actually is pretty good as well. And um, the Jags are starting to become that team that we were expecting at the beginning of the season where the you know they were looking and there was a lot of you know tanking for Trevor Lawrence and all that um so I think yeah the charges would be too much for him I'm gonna have the charges as well I think yeah their offense is too good their defense is like we said like we said at the start of the year it's really good and then we we're really worried about with, with doing James not being there actually with doing James not being there hasn't affected them that much they were actually pretty decent in that Saints game they lost the other week um I yeah I think they're just they're they're gonna they're too good to lose the Jaguars, I think. 49ers against the Patriots. This is an interesting one. Really interesting one. Yeah, it, it isn't a real, it's a really close one. I mean, the fact that the 49ers managed to beat the LA Rams does make you what, for me, makes me feel that they'd be able to beat the Patriots. I mean, there was a lot of talk with the Patriots this week that they hadn't had the time to prepare. Cam had been out, obviously. Um, but I just think that the 49ers, although they've got a lot of injuries, they're, they're still a really good side. And they they do have the potential to maybe sneak into the playoffs in the long run. So I do think they'll probably beat the Patriots. Yeah, I'm going to go for the 49ers as well. I, I, I just, I've got this feeling that maybe they're figuring it out a bit more now. I think they had a bit of a... They threw a mod at each other, Carl Shanahan and Jimmy Garoppolo. Now they've made up and now they're all okay. And they, they'd be pressing on to win Chiefs at the Broncos uh, I go for the Chiefs I think they're much better side Broncos couldn't even get a touchdown it was all field goals against the Patriots Drew Locke looked quite shaky as well so yeah I'm going to go for the Chiefs yeah I'm going to go for the Chiefs as well just way more dominant team Buccaneers at the Raiders I think this is going to be a lot closer than what a lot of people are thinking. Um, the Bucks at the moment, they had a really good result against the Packers, obviously, but then struggled against the Bears the week before. I can see the Raiders nicking this one. Um, I think the one thing with the Raiders is that they had a really good result against the Chiefs. And if you can do that, then you've got a chance against anyone in a one-off game. And I think they might just have too much for the Bucks this time. 
Yeah, I if it weren't for the Buccaneers' defense being so good against the Packers, I'd go Raiders, but I think they've maybe found their groove now. So I'm going to go the Buccaneers, but again, it will be very close. Bears at the Rams, funnily enough, our one of our playoff games. Um, yeah. Am I going to stick or twist with what I said that the Rams would win? What are you going to go for? Uh, I'm going to go for the Rams. I think at home against the Bears, they will be able to be just as strong a defense as the Bears are. And I think they've just got that slightly better offense. So I'm going to go for the Rams. I'm going to go for the Rams as well. But everything's telling me to go for the Bears. But I'm not going to explain why, because I don't even know why myself, I don't think. I'm just going to go Rams. I'm going to take the risk. It's fine. I'm going to take the risk and we'll see what happens. It's okay. Anyway, that's another episode of Football Brawl UK for you guys. Thank you for joining me and Adam this week. You can find all our episodes on Spotify, on iTunes Podcast, and on the Spreaker app as well. But if you don't have them platforms, you can go to the Brawl Network website, www.thebrawlnetwork.com, where you can find our podcasts, other NFL podcasts, or NFL-centric team podcasts, and other sports ones, as well as some brilliant articles wrote by our fantastic writers over at the Brawl Network. Adam is including that. Adam, what, what article you got coming out next? Uh, so the one that I've done, just uh, I sent it off yesterday, is the Giants-Eagles preview for Thursday Night Football. So, yeah, the bet for that. And uh, there'll, be a, um, there'll be one for the weekend coming up soon as well. Smashing. Well, make sure you all go online and check that out. Remember to follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter with Football Brawl UK handle. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the NFL. Obviously, can't really have your pals around anymore, unfortunately. Maybe FaceTime them. Watch the games together via FaceTime. Make sure you're texting. Make sure you keep an eye on your fantasy games. Get the beers in. Get the snacks in. It's NFL coming week seven, and it's going to be a good one. We'll see you guys all very soon.